Hey, Riley here. Just want to give you a heads up that this is a spicy episode, and so we will be talking about sexually explicit content. Listener's discretion is advised. Welcome to Why Watch Porn Just Read It, a show where a show that has come to an agreement that dark and brooding equals dead. One of your hosts, Isaiah Riley, with my lovely co-host Cassie. Here to talk about the second book in the Vicious Lost Boys series, The Dark Book. Kind of a straight up continuation of what happened in the first book, which we talked about in that last episode. If you haven't heard it yet, go check it out. If not, hey, you're here. How have you been, Cassie? What have you been reading? Because I know you've been reading some things. I've been busy. Uh, I've been reading two, so Nosferatu, which is like my physical book. It's a horror novel. And then on my Kindle, I'm currently reading Demonic Prince. It's a demon and a dragon shapeshifter romance. Oh. So you have a, basically, you know, you have a fantasy novel and then a vampire novel because of vampires. Kind of. It's a horror book about this guy that almost has, like, a different dimension and he kidnaps kids and like sucks the life out of them oh yeah interesting <laughs> <What are you laughs> reading? i've been okay so i recently finished uh what lies behind a veil by harper lee woods which was a fantasy elven novel where like the main chick is kind of like cursed to be like killed for a barrier and all that to prevent it from coming down comes down whole shit happens Currently, I'm in, like, chapter 29 of The Ritual, which has gotten me, like, floored to the point where I'm like, I'm more curious about how this order works than anything else. <laughs> but at the same time, there's, like, the Fair. there's the scenes and all that that I'm like, oh, is this oh. unlocking thing? Wait till you get to the second <laughs> one. It's bad because I'm, like, sitting there, it's like, oh, shit, is this awakening something in me? <laughs> and the center is even better. Uh, <laughs> chains. Um, Darker, all, spicier, better story. All I know is chains were mentioned, and I was like, you know, maybe. Sold. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I was listening to it. It's like, at the same time, the voice actors that are in it, like, the guy is kind of, like, stale, but the girl is actually, like, giving a good performance and also the chapters I feel like are really small and I'm listening to them at like 0.95 speed um but it's so far I'm I'm enjoying it and that's going to be a future series because I know you've already gone through it so it's good so it's basically me catching up that's what this podcast is mainly doing is me catching up with a lot of shit because I also have to start Ice Barbarians <laughs> after that but a series that we have F- future episodes future episodes there's a lot of future episodes planned but the current episode is The Dark Ones by Nikki St. Crow. Okay, let me pull up this outline. So basically the last one, um, the Never King left off with them opening the chest and two shadows jumping out. And this one takes place like right after. There's no time gap in between or anything like that. So they get the shadows and they head back to Neverland, but then the shadows get out and escape because they're back on their homeland, essentially. And 
Pan Shadow takes off and goes towards Hook's territory. So him and Bane go after that. And then the Dark Shadow just kind of goes off. So the twins go after it and it nearly kills Bash. Yeah, it slits his throat. And during this time, Cass has Winnie run back to the treehouse, I believe, and to retrieve some towels or something like that. She runs back and they're kind of like hella worried that they're about to lose Bash. But in this like moment like where Winnie's kind of thinking through things, she remembers, oh, something about, you know, saying the words, I don't believe in fairies, kills fairies. What happens if you say you do believe in fairies? So she starts saying it and like Bash kind of reacts to it. Cass asks her to do it again. She says it again. And at that point, he like comes fully back. I think the scar even heals itself. And it's like, holy shit, like, look at that. Like, cool. We have ways of solving that mm-hmm. problem. I also love that they brought that back from the original play. After that, they all kind of meet back up at the treehouse, Winnie and the twins being there first. And then after that, Pan and Bane walk in because at this point, Pan and Bane tried to chase their shadow all the way to Hook's territory. It's like, shit, it's in Hook's territory. We got to go back and regroup. Pan's pissed. The twins ask, like, oh, I guess it didn't go well. Bane just gives them, like, that kind of, like, head shake of, like, don't start with him. At this point, he Pan takes a shot, puts it down, and then just, like, goes into a rage, knocking every bottle off the bar and just, like, throwing bottles. He's pissed. And this before all that, he sends Cass with Winnie to basically go clean her up. And it's just, it's just not a good time. And Pan, you know, he wants to release his anger. So they're just drinking, hanging out. And one of the girls from the island comes over and it's one that used to fuck around with all the boys basically and it just he lets her sit on his lap and kiss on him and when he's upstairs in bed and it's like okay they're fucking having a party without me right she goes down yeah she goes downstairs all pissed like what the fuck and pans just doesn't care veins like you're stupid so then she turns around goes up to a lost boy and like kind of goes to kiss on him but then pan ends up yeah. right behind her they and he basically picks her up like throws her over her shoulder and she's like kind of fighting it and all that she they he takes her back to the library where he kind of throws her down on like the main desk i believe at which point the first scene happens and it's after like her and pan are pan's like like what the fuck is going on and when he admits like no if you don't get if I don't get to fucking any lost boys, you don't get to fucking any lost girls. And basically, like, we're exclusive, basically. At which point, Pan, like, what? I'm trying to remember what happened. I feel like there's beats before that. But at this point... So before any of that happens, he's like, okay, you want to be a whore or whatever. And he's punishing her, so he makes her give Bash head. He's like, well, don't be gentle with it. So Bash is rough, grabbing her hair, forcing her head down. Like... She wants this, so make her take it. The exact line was, don't go easy. Yeah. Which is, like, such a power movement. It's like, yes. <laughs> and Bash, like, says whatever whatever the king wants, like, you know, kind of the king gets. So he even goes harder on her. At which point, he finishes, and Cat, he asks Cass, Cass, get the rope. Uh, Cass returns with the rope, and both... Her and him and Bash. Oh 
my god, there's so many. Well, Bash Him and Bash Winnie tie up, and then Winnie up. Um, Cass fucks her mouth. It's like. And then once he gets off, she's like, okay, well, you know, it's your turn. So she goes to walk over to. Well, after she's untied and stuff, she goes to walk over to Pan. And he's like, no, crawl to me. And of course, my man Bane is just sitting in a chair doing him smoking a cigarette but seeing her crawl the pan gets his attention he snaps the book shut and like that was a moment i'm like oh he's interested he's got her okay reel him in reel him in it's so good and so she crawls up to him and she starts teasing him after like pulling his dick out and all that and just starts teasing him throughout this entire scene trying to get him to basically agree to being exclusive and she manages to get him and which point he kind of becomes a little bit more submissive and throws Winnie onto the chair that he was on and gives her head which was I want to be it was like uh, tell me he's like okay mm -hmm. okay but she's like no tell me so he says the only girl I will treat like my personal whore is you it was like oh you're in lock it's it was so locked down at that moment. It's like, <laughs> Winnie has every one of these boys, except for Bane in this moment. Well, no, even in this moment, like, she kind of has Bane's attention, too. Mm -hmm. So she, after basically getting off from Pan eating her out, uh, she goes to basically try to satisfy Bane. She gets through, I think, two buttons, and suddenly he snaps, choking her and, like, throwing her against a wall like the wall right there like across the room like it's like a snap of his fingers and like he's it's it was like the holy shit so during this time she's kind this isn't him being sexy no this is like he's been activated as all of a sudden a killer like trying to it was very much a kill he's thing he, but he mm, it's it was kind of hot <laughs> it was like oh okay mm-hmm and during this time, like, Winnie's basically trying to, like, ex like take it and all that, but she realizes slowly, it's like, oh, this is not a sexy moment. This is him probably going to kill me in the next few seconds. I need to get out of this. At which point, the twins, the twins grab Bane and, like, pull her off of him. And basically a whole fight ensues, which Bane is taking them all out. Bane, like, throttles a fucking bash to the wall and then Cass gets thrown to a tree Pan like is not even like trying to fight so he puts his hands up and is like come on you gotta fucking control your shit right now from there he Winnie is trying to like snap Vane out of it too but she's also trying to like recollect herself after being like choked that hard at which point she cuts her foot and instantly there's a moment where like Vane's shadow subsides and he goes back to how he was before and suddenly starts trying to take care of her again. Yeah, like, he's kind of freaked out. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah, he even, like, walks up to her and says, don't ever do that again, and just storms out. Yeah. Because this is the book about Vane. Because <laughs> it's the dark one. I love it. Sucks. <laughs> like, it really shows that he doesn't necessarily have control over the shadow yet, and that mm. Woody is, like, his weakness, because we haven't seen this him lose control per se yet yes it's over her and it's also a thing of like this is kind of one of those first moments where like oh there's something about 
Winnie getting hurt that can like make him snap out of it even more. It's like, okay, continue. Mm-hmm. So after that, Pan kind of meets up back, meets back up with Vane while he's like kind of taking a walk through the forest and all that. Pan has a discussion with Vane of like taking the, you know, getting rid of the Darkland shadow and taking the Neverland death shadow. Which Vane's like, fuck that, no, you're out of your fucking mind. At which point, we also learn, oh, hey, Wendy, who is Winnie's great-great-grandmother, is still alive and is just on another island because Pan didn't take her back. And it was mentioned, like, almost casually. Yeah, very casually. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, that happened. And Vane's like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) And that really pissed him off, so he ends Uh, up flying, which we haven't seen yet. Yeah. (laughs) Which is also kind of cool because all I can imagine are like dark wings popping out all of a sudden and him taking off. It's like, that's cool. <laughs> well, and of course, Cherry sees him and is like, oh my god. And, you know, she gets all hot for him and goes and sits out on the beach. And Winnie's just in awe. I love it because in this book, we get Cherry's perspective. It's like, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. But. Uh, Go ahead. Cherry. I don't like Cherry. You don't like... You don't like Cherry. I like Cherry. <laughs> I like Cherry. Well, like, okay, in this moment, this it's not bad. Adventure. Like, she, she's whatever. And when he comes down, of course, like she, like, pet. throws himself at him and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, I need to talk to your brother. And when he's like, who? And Cherry's like, my brother, James Hook. Like, uh, excuse me? And at that point, it's like, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. It's like, oh. Then that moment in the last book makes sense now. It's like, oh, yeah. She's basically was talking about her brother during that entire last part of the book. Um, but we learned, yeah, her her and Captain Hook are siblings. Which, now that I'm thinking about it, doesn't... We'll talk about that in the next one. <laughs> Never mind. Shutting up. But... After because you know what I'm yeah. talking about, we'll talk about that after. What I like though is when they mention Hook actually becoming a part of the story, it moves to his point of view where um, he has like a meeting yeah. with Tilly. She's like, you know, we can team up, like, we can take the island, fuck Pan, and you know, he's like, what about the crocodile? Blah blah blah. And she's like, well, I can protect you, I can protect you against the crocodile. So he's like, okay, maybe this will work. Like, so they come up with a plan, you know, to work together to take Pan out, essentially. And while this is going on, the plan that Pan and Vane had is kind of going into place. So they were going to send Cherry to go talk to Hook with Vane. A fun meeting to have and also kind of a fun... During that entire meeting, like, Vane's kind of giving this, like, you know, don't fuck with me. And, like, James even knows not to fuck with Vane because it might get him killed. And also, Cherry's there. He's not trying to put her in harm's way. Because also, Smee, who I fucking love in these books, may I say, um, is basically, like, still kind of, like, James's confidant and saying, you know, don't fuck this up. Like, you, we need to get Cherry back. And there was a whole deal before that involved people, and it's, yeah. So, eventually, Vane and, Vane agrees with, uh, Pan, or, Vane agrees with Hook to allow, 
Pan and the Lost Boys, the rest of his Lost Boys, to go into Hook's territory to find his Lost... The Lost Boy is what they tell Hook. Instead, they're looking, trying to look for his Which shadow. Which is the shadow. Yeah. And so Hook agrees, and they leave. And Hook is on to them. He's like, they're not looking for a fucking Lost Boy. He knows. Like, he's not that stupid. He's like, they're not looking for a Lost Boy. They're looking for the shadow. So he orders Smee to basically make an announcement. And th- he even goes out there and is like, I'll offer a reward to the, and give money to the, make them the richest man if they bring me back Pan's shadow. And so all the pirates, like, scatter, and now the plan for the Hook's side of things is to find Pan's shadow. Because basically all he wants is protection from the crocodile. Like, that's his number one fucking fear. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay. So he thinks that if, yeah, if he has Pan's shadow, he can defend himself against uh, the crocodile. So we snap back to the treehouse. Pan is in the one of the rooms when Winnie walks in and he's like kind of like looking for something Pan, and Winnie asks Pan it's like you know how do I how do I get to Bane like because she really wants Bane Bane's kind of the last like coup de gras of like all these boys and she hasn't gotten to him yet because he keeps like you know going into this kill mode of trying to like kill her instead of you know fuck her um, at which point Pan finds what he's looking for, which is a seashell, and he takes Winnie back to the lagoon. Um, if I'm not mistaken, right? Or no, they have that conversation in his room, don't they? Of, like, finding out... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they end up finding out that Mary, who is Winnie's mom, was pregnant with her when she came to Neverland. So it kind of explains that whole connection that she was having before of, like, why do I feel so drawn to this place and, like, feel like I belong here? And it's like, oh, well, because you basically were here. So. Yeah, but it, it it kind of, it shifted everything. So, like, Winnie this whole time has been almost, like, happy. But finding out that she had been there before and coming to realize, like, her mom was pregnant there. Like, she got real sad and was, like, kind of in her head about it. And, like, you know, and she's holding the shell that was Mary's while all this is happening. Pan can kind of tell something's off about the situation. So he brings her back to, like, his room, which doesn't happen often. And they just end up, like, taking a bath, and, like, he just wants to take care of her. But, of course, they end up fucking, but it's, like, nothing, like, super. It's just, like... It's just... It's very... It was them, like, admitting their love, almost. Yeah. It was like, you know, I'm here for you and you're here for me. Like, this is a thing now. And it was kind of, like, very sentimental. It's like, oh, love fucking. Yeah. And then all these other times where it's a gangbang. Um, <laughs> for real, And though. so, straight up, it's like, that's all this, that's all these harems are. It's like, ugh, there's another one that I have in my wish list that is another fucking harem. It's like, okay, <laughs> fine then. And so, after all of that, um, the twins are out. It snaps to the twins' perspective where they're out on a run. And it's one of their usual runs they always say that they always take. And it takes them straight near towards the palace, which is their, where their sister is at. And this time they were like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go talk to her. So they go end up talking to Tilly at the palace and all that. And they talk about basically, you know, why they killed their father 
um, why all that happened. And it comes to they come to find out, oh, Tilly knew. Like Tilly knew like that their father wouldn't wasn't about to give them their throne and was gonna give it to her automatically. So they're pissed now because not only do they not have their wings, but they don't have their wings and Tilly was always gonna get the throne. So basically, they were tools in this entire plot. But they also found out that Tilly is actually has plans with the crocodile mm-hmm. to take out both Hook and Pan. Because she so wants she, the island. Yeah, she's fucking going behind everyone's back. It's like, oh my god, she's devious. It's like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of scary. It's it unexpected. It was very unexpected, and I had to rewind that part a few times to be like, am I getting this right that she's really a mad fucking genius or something like this? Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, okay. So, Bane ends up walk- waking... I feel like I'm about to skip a part. No. So, we snap to... I believe it's Darling's perspective, when Bane kind of wakes both her and Pan up. Basically, he just... Yeah. So, he just goes to get him up, like, check on everything... And they're just, like, in bed, like, in the process of waking up. But Winnie being Winnie is, like, trying to get at Bane. He's being a total ass. He's like, I don't fuck girls that are easy. And, of course, she's like, well, what about Cherry? He's like, well, she's different. Like, she doesn't matter. Or or some, you know, it's just all this bullshit. Basically saying, fuck off. I don't want you. He's being very much, like, kind of combative. Like, you know, I don't... He's trying to fight his own inner nature of, like, of like all these other guys of how they're giving in so easily it's like y'all are fucking idiots like let he's Mm -hmm. letting her soak in a way of like in her own like anger and all that and he likes it he likes seeing her like kind of like fight for him and he's yeah i like Bane's cool yeah so she storms out pissed and decides to go up to the kitchen to like get breakfast or whatever and the twins are in the kitchen just cooking and talking about what went down with their sister. And she... And they're 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 not yeah, happy. like they're in a mood and then she's in a so mood giving again, them just like sass. Says, get the and she goes to walk or away. No, he says, Cass says, say, Bash, Are get we going to let her get away with that? So they basically run off, get the rope, and then we snap to a scene where now Winnie's tied to a tree. Um, mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, what could this moment be? And this entire scene is, like, one of those moments I'm like, is this really what kind of, like, kink we're sinking into? Okay. Um, Basically, during this entire moment, there's a moment where Winnie's kind of, like, in a trance, and she starts (laughs) seeing vines, like, kind of, like, basically caress her and, like, move all around her. And I was thinking in the back of my head, it's like... They gave her fairy wine, too. They get fairy wine. And so now she's basically hella drunk and now under this fairy trance. And these vines start to fuck her. It's like, wait a minute, is this tentacle smut? What is happening? (laughs) And so... But, like, it was done in such a way that it wasn't weird, like... It was very casual, like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, because they told her they want to see how many times they can get her off. But she's not allowed a safe word until she gets off first. So, of course, they take their time. So, the vines just, like, slither over her body and tease her. And then, obviously, you know, like, it fucks her. And then she almost 
gets off. And then Cass uses his hands, gets her off. So then Bash eats her out. It's like one of It's the it's weird twin and shit. And then they do weird again. twin shit. And like also both? during this entire part, like in the first, <gasps> before she like had reaches an orgasm the first time, they tell her it's like, you're not allowed a safe word until you come for us. And so she comes that first time, gets to basically mm-hmm. be allowed a safe word, which is, wow. I was like, oh, okay. It was, that was, she, she, during this time, she's like saying no and no, and she's wanting to say the safe word, but she's like, no, I want this. And throughout this entire time, she's just tied up. They, when she drops down onto Cass's face, she even, he's even, she's even tied up down there. Um, at a certain point, I believe, yeah, they, they get off at the same time. Again, weird, weird twin shit. But they were also, like, it's just, it's so weird. I don't know how I feel about it. The twins, it's kind of funny to me. (laughs) It's funny to me because it's like, this is what I expect out of a fantasy kind of thing. Of fairy, you know, fairy shit and like fucking fairies and all that. It's like, that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) This makes sense. This makes so much sense. Yeah. After all three of them get off. (laughs) You know, they, like, untie her, and she collapses How on them because she can't hold herself up. Like, she it just can't. Like, she was, because they, they made a bet at the very beginning. It was like, oh, what? Cass says, like, three times, and Bash says, like, five times. And I think she gets to six, and it's like, oh, my God. So she's <laughs> just horrible. dead, and she's, as she's yeah. collapsing, Pan walks up, and he's like, word of advice, darling, never let the twins tie you up. <laughs> It was, <laughs> and at that moment, I'm like, no fucking shit, like, holy And then crap. here's fucking Bane, <laughs> comes up behind, he's like, I told you to ask them for this salve, not another brutal fucking. He was asked, telling her Get to do this shit over yourself. <laughs> he was telling her to do this shit for like 10 fucking chapters, I'm like, get the fucking solve. <laughs> But it's because he part. feels so bad. He feels really bad because he sees the mark on her neck. Um, and after this, she even now has more marks on her. And so Cash runs to go grab the solve. Comes back and, like, they place it on her, like, you know, the marks that they just made. But once they try to, like, place it on the one on her neck, she's like, no, I prefer to keep that one. Kind of, like, snapping at Vane as a way mm-hmm. of saying, you know... I like these scars. So it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. at that point, um, they have a discussion of like what Bane had basically agreed to. And they basically say, oh yeah, you know, part of the exchange was Cherry. And we also learned that the crocodile is coming to the island. And you know, when he's like, who the hell is the crocodile? A new character? Who the fuck? And at this point, we also learn, oh, because Bane... After that question, Bane slams down his glass and it's like, the crocodile is my brother. It's like, oh. Oh. And I think it was at this yeah. moment I realized, oh, Bane's also an allusion to the crocodile because of his eyes. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I just, at that moment, I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. And at that also moment, I was like, so can they like shapeshift into a crocodile? 
questions that will be answered later. Right. <laughs> so then Bane and Winnie just kind of go off and have their moment. And then Winnie finds out about Wendy and that she's still alive and on the island and she's fucking pissed. And then she finds out that Wendy and Rock were actually in love. Yeah. And she's like, what? Like, the fuck? Like, you guys can love, mean? and she's alive? Like, it's just her world flipped upside down. There, it's a lot of revelations at one time. And at that point, you know, we snap to, while they're having that entire discussion in there, we snap to Cherry's perspective. And she's she was at the meeting, and, like, she realizes, oh, the boys are trading her away, you know, for Winnie. She's not wanting anymore. And so she's, like, you know, trying to pack up her room. And then suddenly, like, something, like, darts at her and, you know, is coming at her with, like, a deadly intent. And she's like, what the fuck is that? At which point she realizes, oh, that's the Neverland Death Shadow. And, like, all of a sudden comes up with this plan of, like, oh, wait, if I show them that I've caught this shadow, you know, then they'll want to keep me. Yeah, if I show Vane this, then, like, he'll want me and then they'll want to keep me and they won't want Winnie or Winnie Darling. And it... She basically formulates this plan in her head of, like, you know, this this is how I get my man back. Yeah, so she locks it in a room, and she wants to run to go tell him. Um, but while she's doing that, Vane and Winnie are heading to the lagoon, because it's, like, it's Vane's safe, like, place. Um, and he's already in the water, and she gets in the water. And she's just asking questions about him, like... I was about to say. You know, why are you this way? She finds out about his sister and how he got the shadow. And he took revenge on everyone that hurt her. And she's basically learning he's a big softie, essentially. And he's just scared of himself. But you're forgetting the funniest... You're forgetting the funniest <laughs> part, I feel like, about this entire scene. Bane's naked. Well, because he's in the water. Fucking thing. <laughs> And he's just, like, chilling out at the top of the water. He's, like, straight up floating. Like, I see deadpan face saying all this shit. And it was kind of funny to me. It's, like, at the same time, it's, like, this is such a tragic scene. But his cock is, like, out. And, like, Winnie's, like, kind of thinking about it at the same time. Like, Winnie, focus. <laughs> I need you not to think about but how But she doesn't once she gets in the water. It's not the moment. <laughs> Yeah, she gets in the water and it's like, oh, he's kind of depressed, yeah. isn't he? It's like, oh. And then we all start feeling for Vane. It's like, he has a tragic backstory because his, like, sister was, like, brutally, like, molested and, like, just She not... was just tortured, essentially. He was... And it broke him. Like, Basically. that was... It was... That was his... That was the whole reason that he has the shadow. Was so that he could seek place. revenge. Because he, like... Yeah, and he does, and at that point he, like, he he went off and now he's in Neverland and just kind of here at this point, trying to, like, be away well, from Well, and through this, like, them conversating and him opening up, he admits, like, he wants Winnie super bad. He's just scared to allow himself that. So then they, like, get out of the mm-hmm. water and he finally kisses her like he initiates the kiss and it gets hot and heavy and he's biting her and makes her bleed so then he stops himself because she's bleeding 
obviously. And he's like, okay, I need you to walk away slowly. Like, I need you to go. I need you to leave. Like, and he, he specifies, I need you to walk away slowly. Walk away. At which point, like, she gets out of the water, looks back at him for a second, and just takes off. And we snap to Wiggy's. She books it. She books it through the forest. And one, I'm like, your feet hurt. Secondly, <laughs> like, this is one of those things that we learn initially from Vane. Like, if you run from him, it, it, it kind of is one of those feral instincts where he now has to chase her. So they're running through the forest, and he eventually catches up to her. And things start getting very hectic because he now is in kill mode and is kind of, like, going really hard, at which point when he's, the like... The shadow's taking over. The shadow's quickly taking over. And so when he's, like, I need to figure out how to snap him out of it, and she remembers back to the library when she cut herself. That's not... That hasn't even happened yet. No? What do you mean? <laughs> so he fucking catches her. Pins her against the tree, which is cutting up her back because of all the bark, and then they just start fucking. Like, rough, like, slamming Hella against the tree, like, she's in pain, like, and then the Dark Shadow is completely taken over, and he's starting, the, like, power it has is starting to affect Winnie, and she's in pain, and she's barely, like, she's out of it essentially so she grabs a branch just trying to get leverage on herself and it cuts her hand and then she i think she puts it on his like face or chest or something but she like touches him yeah it's like she smears it across his chest and it he's back he snaps him out of it immediately like his the white hair because also that was the other thing is like he grows white hair and it's like Anyways, his hair, the white hair recedes, his hair goes back to his normal color, and he's like, what the, basically kind of having a, kind of collecting himself. Yeah, and once they finish, like, he's like, what the fuck did you do? Like, and she's like, I just bled, and like, it worked, you know, because they were able to finish together and all of that. And he's like, next time just kick me in the balls. (laughs) Like, any other way, like, stop hurting yourself. Yeah, but it was, like, so sweet, because, like, yeah, he was, like, using his violence, but, like, he was still able to have that moment with her, and in the end, he's like, don't fucking hurt yourself. Like, I'm already hurting you enough. (laughs) Like, hurt me. (laughs) Stop that. (laughs) And at this point, he's like, now we gotta get more soul. Because it goes down to the (laughs) soul. Probably. He's probably like, fuck. Vain in this solve problem. (laughs) Oh, this it's poor like it's man. medicine. <laughs> it's like I just need you to stop fucking hurting yourself, please. Because <laughs> that's all he so wants. And it's very, it's very like cute of him to want that. It's just like he wants to her to fucking be safe. It's his inner like kind of naturing side, which I love. Yeah, but they go back, and you know, Cherry can tell because like Winnie's just she's so fucking happy, mm-hmm. and Vane is like not acting like Vane. Well, isn't it that, like, she catches them? Because, like, she's out in the forest and she has to run back to the... I think she caught the very end of it. Yes. So she runs back to the house, but she can tell, like, it was just fine. Like, it wasn't just a fuck. Yeah, it was It was kind of more sentimental than that. Cherry's not happy. Mm-mm. And so they get back to the treehouse, and... Pan, Bash, and Cass. Um, I got it right. 
um, are just kind of hanging out, having a few drinks, discussing plans and all that. And Vane and Winnie walk in. And at that point, the twins, I believe it's the twins, are like, oh, yeah, you know, it's our turn for the night. But Vane, like, snaps them and was like, no, 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 mine. And so Vane takes her back to his room. And they have another fucking moment. Like... They have another moment. <laughs> when he... She says, like, she's completely happy, like, to herself or whatever. And then her and Vane are just talking. And she's like, I'm scared. Like, everyone leaves. Like, nothing is ever this good. I feel like I'm in a dream. And she was like, promise me. He was like, what? She's like, just promise me you won't leave. And he does. It's like, I won't leave you. Like... It... What the fuck well, is and this she hasn't, that's appearing right now? Yeah, and she hasn't had this kind of moment with any of the other boys. Like, just mm -hmm. him. No. Not even Pan, either, which was kind of the other surprising thing of, like, I'm surprised it's made me want more of the vain Winnie relationship more than any of the other ones. Like, it's the it's one different. that kind of felt... It felt the best to me. As much as I love Cass, like... It just felt right with Vane. With Vane, like it felt like a relationship. Like. With the twins, it feels like a yeah. fuck. And then with Pan, it just mm. feels like... It feels like a fuck... It feels like a fuck buddy with the other, other three of them. It kind of feels you know like... I mean? Okay, Vane's the husband, Pan's the boyfriend, the twins are a good fuck. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> the twins are a weird fuck, let's be honest here. But apparently good. Weird. I guess so. <laughs> Fucking five times. My ass. <laughs> um, and so the pirates, we snap back to James, James's perspective. And which point Smee kind of like wakes, wakes him up. And there's a whole kind of funny bit here where like, oh, you should have led with that. The, some of the pirates have caught Pan Shadow. So now it's kind of like rolling into the Hook's court of side of like, oh, we're winning now. I have the shadow. I just need to figure out how to basically put it, capture it, because it's currently like dancing around. And so they, he grabs a, I believe it's like a just a little toy chest and like catches it in that. Mm -hmm. It's like, I have the shadow now. How do I get it onto me? And so he kind of like asks me, who at this point, Smee's kind of like, mysterious in the way of like she knows she everything. knows a lot and i'm sitting there wondering it's like who the fuck was smee before all of this because it's elaborated that like smee was like some samandra smeandra something like that that's how they kind of pulled smee out of it mm -hmm. because cherry couldn't say her full name um and there's some weird witch shit that i feel like smee's up to that i want to know more about um mm-hmm but they basically capture Pan Shadow. And at this point, I, this is the point where the Fae Queen shows so, Yeah, quite yet, but it flashes back to, like, Pan and all of them. So they... Oh my god, it, it kind of speeds up from here, too. Hmm? It kind of speeds up from here, too. Yeah. So they... The Pan and the boys and Winnie, they all head over to... Hooks land and they get there and Pan can feel the shadow. He can feel that it's trapped. And as he's like narrowing 
on it, like where exactly it is, Tilly shows up. And of course, a fucking a fight happens. So yep. right as the fight starts, Vane grabs Winnie and takes her back to the house. And then the fighting kind of picks up and then it stops because Hook stops because he hears tick tock, tick tock. And mm-hmm. Pan gets hurt. So like, and then it flashes back to what goes on at the house. So Vane and Winnie are at the house and there's pirates there. So both of them just go yeah. ape shit. Essentially. They, they kick kinda, ass. They both take out a few of them. They straight up kick ass and even Winnie's in on it. It's like, holy crap. And so now they're covered in blood and of course they kiss. It's like, what is up with these two in bodily fluids? <laughs> they're, this is, a, they're, this is like the... They're, something about blood and them <laughs> being in love is like weird. It's like, um, okay. Uh, it's just their you. thing, apparently. And so at this... It's really, really their thing. And so... Winnie tells Vane, it's like, you need to go fucking help out Pan and sends him off. And Winnie runs inside, I believe, just to... Because Vane tells her to go or, down to Vane or Pan's tomb. Yeah, and stay there. Like, lock herself in there until they get back. Yeah. But Cherry's at the house because she's like... She was told to stay there because they weren't actually going to trade her. They were going to use her as leverage. So she's just chilling at the yep. fucking house. And... Cherry's like, oh my god, I need help. Like, she looks distressed, and she's like, there's a bird. One of the birds is stuck in my room. Can you help me? Yeah. And Winnie, she feels so bad for Cherry. Like, she always wanted to be friends with her. So she's like, yeah, of course. Like, like why wouldn't I help? Like, it could be a pirate. Yeah. Like. True. She has that passing thought, and even me, I'm like, when she says, oh, it's a bird, I'm like, Cherry, there are fucking pirates in the house why haven't you said anything about that yeah at that point i'm like oh suspicious oh very suspicious all of a sudden and so winnie takes uh or help goes into the room at which point we snap to cherry's perspective and cherry pushes her kicks her in and slams the door shut locks it and hears like and locks it and is like kind of even like pulling it shut and Winnie's you can hear on the other side of her like saying oh Cherry like what's going on what's that at which point Cherry hears like a loud thud and screaming and, and fighting and scratching and sc- it's just like all hell is breaking loose in that fucking room straight up there's chaos in the room and all of a sudden it just kind of stops and Cherry is and, upset like she She's feeling what bad the fuck throughout this I entire do? moment. Yeah, she starts feeling bad and is like, I, what did I do? What did I do? This is going to be... This, and she starts even thinking it's like the boys are going to fucking kill her. Yeah, me. so she thinks um, she kills her. So she opens the door yeah. and Winnie's just standing there. Like, everything's fine. Standing... And She's standing there very Blair Witch, like, looking at a wall. And she just turns around and looks at Cherry and her eyes are black. And that's how it fucking and ends. And that's the book end. And that's how the book ends. <laughs> Just like the last book, this one ends with a fucking cliffhanger. What the hell? And at that moment, I'm like, oh, fuck. And then it made sense why the next book is called Vicious Darling. It's like, oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. And also in that moment, I'm like, 
Cherry's so fucking dead. She's yeah, she so was fucked. Dead. <laughs> so dead. Well, and it sucks for her, like, but she doesn't realize the extent of Bane and Winnie's relationship right now. So it's like... True. She's fucked. <laughs> she really is. Especially after we just, like, this entire book's kind of, like, dedicated towards, like, Winnie building that relationship with Bane. And by the end like you know Vane's now accepted Winnie into his heart and it's like you know I want to protect you now and Cherry poor Cherry she fucked up at the same time I'm like Cherry you fucked up at this point in the like series I was like Cherry I I don't know if I can defend you because <laughs> you kind of I mean I understand like throughout that entire moment she's feeling bad like she's saying like you know this is good like I'm killing someone like she didn't even do anything wrong, you know. And even like the moments before when we're seeing it from Winnie's perspective and she's like, you know, I I wanted to be friends with Cherry and this entire moment happens. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, only if they had just talked more. This could have been even a weirder relationship between everyone. (laughs) And I was kind of hoping for that throughout this entire book and it didn't happen. I was like, wanted cherry stuff i did not like cherry from the freaking beginning (laughs) fuck this bitch i love cherry i love cherry well you can have cherry and i will take bane that's fine (laughs) that's that's more than fine you have an entire island cassie i'm sorry to say i have two choices i guess three if you count two no i guess you can count me as well there's also lost like girls uh, you never get really discretion to them <laughs> just the one <laughs> you just get the one it's like ah oh, this is and even then she's addicted to the boys it's like what the fuck <laughs> i can't be a lost boy on this island fuck this shit that was one was hell of an to... ending it was really one hell of an ending and i like this book just because it's it's very much as i said like a vain book like this one was but vain. i do think the next one is my favorite. The third book is probably my favorite. <laughs> just because mm-hmm. there's a lot of lore dumping. It's like, oh, but th- oh, that'll be uh, the next oh, episode. That will be the next episode. We want to thank you for listening yeah. to this episode of Why Watch Porn? Just Read It podcast. Be sure to give us a follow wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Also, check us out on Instagram or Tumblr so you can see what we've been reading. Hope you are well. Deuces.